It's time to become a member of Playvolution HQ and Exploration's Early Learning. There's a free option and three paid patron-level options. All come with free stuff and ongoing automatic training and merch discounts. For as little as a dollar a month, you can become a patron. That supports our work and you get premium stuff like early access to fresh podcast episodes. Go to explorationsearlylearning.com slash membership or click the link in this episode's description to learn more. All the cool listeners are doing it. On with the show. Podcast with the words bar and grill in the title. I'm Jeff Johnson coming to you live from upstairs studio in the snuggery along the Gulf of Mexico, coming to us from the suburban paradise of Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. We've got uh, Carol Cole. Carol, is any of that uh, that Canadian smoke from all those fires getting down your way yet, or is it? I was all just gonna say. I was like, I'm less smoky today, so it's it's great. It looks like it's mainly dissipated from us, but yes, it's been an interesting couple couple of days here. Hey, there, listeners, is something that happened uh, at least a month ago or at least a few weeks ago when you finally listened to this episode. This is episode 999. Got to tease episode 1000. Um, it is something that never has come up in the podcast before. Um, it, oh, it, so exciting. My, my gosh, I, I'm with uh, I'm with Rachel and Rebecca and Brett all at the same time. Uh, that kind of kind of happened by accident. And uh, uh, boy, listeners, you're gonna have to tune in. It is not to be missed. Um, lots of genital talk. Um, <laughs> Uh, so, so there's that, uh, also new thing we got going on, I'm starting a childcare bar and grill happy hour, the fourth Tuesday of every month at 7 30 PM central time. going to be, uh, meeting up here on zoom for anybody who wants to join me to, to do an episode of the bar and grill. Um, the cocktail of your choice is encouraged, but not mandatory. You can uh, you can drink water or, uh, or or sip on a soda if you want to, uh, but it should be a fun time. There's a I, I do having people register just so I know if anybody's going to show up, so I know if I need to actually turn on the Zoom. Uh, but you can find that information in the show notes. It should be should be fun. Got the first one coming up later this month in June, and already got a. A handful of fun people uh, planning to be there. So we're going to see how that goes as another little experiment. And you can also pop over to Playhaven at explorationsearlylearning.com slash Playhaven if you want to do some some early learning community talk. There's been some people hanging out there and some some neat uh, discussions happening. For example, listener listener Clevette out in California, she's redoing her, uh, her arts and crafts area and uh, posting stuff about that. And we're going to end up doing a blog post for the play evolution hq site about her her experiments with going more more open-ended and free range on her arts and crafts area so lots of fun stuff happening there 
Um, look, we're going to, you threw this, uh, Carol, I've talked for two and a half, three minutes now. Um, you got anything to say? Cause I got I got to, before we get into our talk and I talk it topic, I've got something I gotta, gotta ask you, but how are you? Great. I feel like I've been doing a commercial for three minutes. I know it's been great to watch though. I'm like, wow, this is great. Let me make a note. Yeah, happy hour should be delightful. Hey, invite chicken to happy hour. Chicken, hey, chicken, you listening? You're welcome to come, come to happy hour. No cocktails for you, chicken. As our None as our youngest, her. I'll make her some tea. Make her a mocktail. Make her a Shirley Temple or something. Oh, she does yeah. like Shirley Temples. I even bought the special uh, grenadine that doesn't have any dye in it. Oh well, uh, there there you go, chicken. Hope to see you there. Um, we're gonna get into water, the gateway gateway medium to messy in a moment. But Carol, I was thinking about this the other day. Um, go with me here. So so what if oh, <laughs> what if you had and you can you, what if you had body mushrooms? Okay, so you can't stop it. There's just mushrooms growing somewhere on your body. Okay. And, and at least once a week, you have to, for, for your own survival, you have to pick them and eat them. Um, where would you want your mushrooms growing? And, and just so how, how would, how would that work for you? You get to pick where they grow. Um, back of my neck. Back here, back of your neck. Okay. Yeah. Cause you got the long hair. It would kind of yeah, cover it with my hair. Them. It's not in like a gross area. You know, <laughs> it's of, yeah it's ventilated perfect back of my neck oh, I, and I, i'm are, like wait why is he asking me the mushroom question in my head i'm like hmm. well, who should get the mushroom question i don't know just, anyone don't know, maybe to this right now who knows me is like he just asked her a question about mushrooms you, are you anti-mushroom no i think mushrooms are fun like i like oh. the aesthetic i just uh, my husband just ordered me the mushroom coffee it's a good time, you know. That sounds like a some, some sounds like a hallucinogen. Um, back of the neck. That no, you, kind it, of oh, okay. You, you sound like you had. You sound like you've been you've been thinking about this already. You had a body part already picked out. I tried to no, ask you Tasha. Just <laughs> I tried to ask Tasha about like, this. <laughs> <laughs> I, I couldn't even get the whole question out when I tried to ask Tasha. She was like, "No, no," because she did. She's she's kind of anti. She doesn't like the underside of mushrooms. That that gilly. Uh. That gilly oh, side of the mushroom, she's okay. she's kind of anti that. Well, they don't all have that. No, yeah, yeah. So I I think I would go with uh, with maybe eyebrow uh mushrooms, little tiny ones, in my eyebrows. That's an aesthetic um, for sure. Well, look, I I'd like to. I'm trying to grow up my eyebrows. Some listeners know this. Has been working on this for years. I want to have the really, really bushy yeah. old old man eyebrows at some point, but. Uh, that's just not not happening for me. So the I think Hang the mushrooms there. would the mushrooms <laughs> would kind of fill in fill in my my eyebrows a little bit. I think that'd be great. And and then also also um, when I'm when I'm out uh, out out and about here in the uh, and on the Gulf Coast in the, uh, the I mean it's it's humid it's humidity season now, and uh, and and so maybe it would keep a little bit of the sweat out of my eyes with when I'm oh, out for man. a for a walk or a run or something. And so that would be kind of nice. And and it'd be just really if I needed a snack, they're really easy to easy to pick and get to. I, f- I feel if they're the back of my neck, that involves a lot of stretching and stuff. So that would be kind of, kind of Well, I would make someone else do it. It's very simple. Oh, you make somebody else harvest your, yes. your neck <laughs> mushrooms. 
<laughs> very simple. <laughs> You're like, like Mike, come here. Yeah, pretty much. But... <laughs> something, something going off for date night. Hey, hey, honey, want to pluck my neck? He's no? such a, he's a dork though. So he would probably be like, oh, cool. Let me check these out. Like, what are these? He would be like, you know, spore printing them. And they're like, and you're like hey, don't eat, don't eat my mushrooms. I'll die if I don't eat those because you've got to consume your own mushrooms. That's part of the, that's part of the, uh, the world we're living in. Um, Is that like bunnies? Hmm? Bunnies have to eat like uh, bunnies poop, two different kinds of poops. Sorry, Pam. Uh, but they actually have to eat like a certain kind of them because it helps their it keeps their digestive tract going yeah i did not know that about bunnies those dirty little bastards um hey listeners if you have if you have thoughts about body mushrooms 228-363-6737 i'd like to i'd like to have a text or voicemail from you so carol yeah you messaged that you thought water play was the gateway to messy so what's that all about it is. Well, I have I have my littles that come every every Monday. We have our nice little group that comes. Sure. And I noticed that like um the weather's very nice out now, especially. So I'm like, let's let's get outside because they like to run and jump and play, you know, everybody get in the same hula hoop and walk around. It's a great time. So I just took the water table out and was just filling it with water in randomness. And I mean, there's nothing kids love to play with more than water. Like I love when people are like, I need something really good to put in my water table. And I'm like, have you, have you tried water? I've tried, I've tried water. Water's great. <laughs> Water's great. You know, I had like, you know, still like big paintbrushes out there that they could just paint whatever they want with water. Mm -hmm. But it's funny because if they didn't bring like, because I never thought of giving the moms like a heads up that the water table is going to be out like so they mm -hmm. might get like because in my head i'm like they'll dry it's fine but parents are like oh no 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 okay let's not let's not get okay let's let's try and stay dry like kind of like freaked out about the the water <laughs> i was like but it's water you're here for a while it's real sunny it's hot they'll, they'll dry you know but then i realized like whoo they were like it was like a thing like kids getting wet with the water where where do you think that comes from I mean, you you know these people. You've got some relationship with them. Where do you where where are any of them? For example, um, witches on the down low who are scared yeah, right? they're going to get splashed and disintegrate. Help me! I'm melting. Yeah, I don't think any of them are alphabet. I I could be wrong. Uh, I I should have them sing maybe so I can <laughs> get a better judge. But no, I think it's like, well, I'm going to change your clothes and then you're going to be wet and we have to, you know. And it was just. They like weren't mentally prepared for it. And at first I was like, oh my gosh, I feel so bad. But then I was like, but it's water. So yeah, I mean, it's got a long history of just drying and not making much of a not, mess. Like there's no staining, there's nothing. But I think it is that idea that once you get soaked, well, that's mm -hmm. a mess. Like it's messy without actually it's actually also the anti-mess so yeah, it's very it, it, it's it's almost the an antidote to, yeah, to mess in like, a lot of I situations soap in it too next time like i don't know but then is, I was like, oh, well, is the I'll place where the out. water is the place where the water play was happening um just just a a a dusty dirty west wasteland so that any any water that comes out instantly becomes mud or what? No, the mud spots in the back corner of the yard and the water table was at, you know, like the front corner of the yard. So <laughs> they were, they were like, I didn't care if they mixed them, but that did cross my sure. mind. I was like, oh, if they start with the mud, which I thought, oh yeah, they can make mud if they want. I'm like, oh, that can go wrong real quick. 
but it was just how everyone was just like so uneasy about them getting like really wet because you know then you got to put them in the car wet and it was like okay but it's just I'll give you a towel if you need one like so then I just started saying you know I'll probably have it out a lot you know in the warm weather and it's like kind of like everyone's like okay well we'll just change clothes and then they were a little more comfortable like kind of letting the kids do what they want with the water like how much they're pouring and I mean I there's nothing I love more than watching kids with water I mean the one little guy had never had a squirt like a water gun before he had never used one before but we watched him pick it up he was like oh and he like kind of gives me that look like do you know this is out here (laughs) it was like yeah you you go play with that that's fine that's why it's here so um, it was actually a good one where like the whole handle was the trigger it wasn't like a little trigger Uh so it was like a good whole hand workout and but i watched him take it over to the water table and look in and he found like the plug and he pulled it out he found a funnel I put the funnel in there and then he got a little cup and he was just, and he like figured, and I said, it was mom. He's like, Oh, did you show him how to do that? And she's like, no, I'm just sitting here watching him as he just. I I would argue that a, a empty water gun is a great incentive to learn how to fill, how to get water into a tiny hole. (laughs) Oh yeah. That's great. Did, did the mom who was concerned about, the kid getting wet have any concerns about the the gun shaped water delivery device no well that's no, no. that i mean that's we that's don't good. we don't do that <laughs> we don't we don't do that here it's a water gun for crying out loud it was a lot of fun though because then um my youngest and his older sister who comes to they like read our playscape has like an upper level an upper upper deck so then they were up there with like the sucky squirty things So they could actually squirt much further. And he was just laughing his head off because he was just like shooting water at them ah, and running away. Like it had no prayer of reaching them. But Mm -hmm. man, he just felt so great (laughs) that he was (laughs) shooting water at his sister and no one was yelling at him. Like it was like the best day of his life. I love this kid. But yeah, it was like, okay. But then like, as we're like, we'll bring a change of clothes, you know, so it'll be fine. And actually that, that, that particular mom wasn't as concerned as, you know, like a lot of them were like, oh, okay, we're wet now. Maybe can we not get so wet or whatever? But like once they were like, okay, just bring a change of clothes. And then they could just like, let them go. And then they would seem like really dumping. They're like, oh, okay. And then I'm like, yeah, well, they got clothes. And they're like, yeah, you know. And one of the moms actually told me the other day, she said, I've, since she has started coming and joining us on Monday, she said, I've gotten a lot less helicopter about things. She's like, you guys kind of had me take a step back and realize like that's that's cool and and good for her and good for her for for realizing it that's i mean that's that's sometimes sometimes parents they they we we grasp on to those we grasp on to our discomforts and sometimes don't like to let them go so that's kind of cool that she was willing to kind of let go of that yeah i mean and she's she's a super smart lady and she knows more than she like more than she gives herself credit for which is I think my favorite part about Mondays is just kind of reassuring moms like you've got this I mean and the fact that we're like technically a homeschool group too like they're always like worried I'm like you have this like you know like you're not gonna like do something so horrendously wrong by letting them play with that or get dirty this time or yeah 
taking your eyes off of them in a perfectly safe place where you know they're okay for two minutes you know what I mean like it's not the end of the world and you are like I'm watching all of them watch their kids and meet their needs and when they're not sure how they ask they will ask for advice from other moms so you know they'll come and talk to me they'll they'll research it I was like what do you think like other quote-unquote experts are doing with kids like do you think they just magically hold all the answers for every child like no like you are doing the best possible thing for your kids right now so that's been a, a lot of fun to watch that so it it just occurred to me that uh, that maybe we should pull back a little bit and you should explain this weird program that you have um because it's it's been, it's been it's been a, it's been a long time since we've kind of kind of reset that <laughs> and if if listeners didn't listen to the the episode where we first started talking about what you what you've got going on um they might be a little bit confused about all this this parents being there time so yeah, what's uh, why are what, these what's, parents here what's what's happening in your weird program what's your weird program all about uh, my weird program started as i had a friend who um was very worried about their little guy not getting into preschool and he was waitlisted so you know she was very concerned about this she talked to me about this i i didn't have another pre-k to send her to because they all pretty much suck so i was like eh. i'm like well you know we had the talk i'm like well what are you most worried about because if it was academics we were going to have a very different conversation but she just said socialization. And I said, well, you know, I could probably have some kids come over if as a social thing. So that's how it started. Eventually he did get called up to the pre-K and that's, and that's where he went. We knew that was the plan, but we just kept going. So every Monday morning I have um, a, a few uh, moms in our homeschool group. There are no dads just because there doesn't happen to be any, but they are invited. Um, they come over every Monday morning with their littles. And if they have um, older siblings they're invited to so it's more of a mixed age group but I will it's a lot of the time it's the same general things that are out I'll rotate out I'll have like books out um now we're outside so I have like a smaller patio area we'll all set out like books and like chalk for writing and then like sometimes I'll put up like a special activity like we had um I hung a shower curtain the other day and we had like a shaving cream that was that was fun <laughs> And I'll just like switch out like the sensory bin and I'll just have some other things for them to do. Like I try and just keep the house stocked as if I would a classroom. There's just things there for them to do. And a large part of it in the beginning, all the moms were very worried about like, oh, they're making a mess. And I'm like, yes, but that's why you come here because I don't mind the mess. <laughs> and I, I understand that like the purpose of the mess is very important. So if you're afraid to do it at your house, please come here and do it at mine. Like, I, I don't mind, and it makes me happy. So it's like a little social group, and they all play, and it's, and then the moms get to chat and watch our kiddos play without having to hover. You know, it was, it's nice that, like, with every week we did it, the moms pulled back a little, 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 and now it's gotten to the point where they get there, the kids are off and running into doing what they want to do, and the moms all, all set out, like, chairs or wherever we get together and, and talk while we're just kind of watching what they're doing from afar, and then if they need something. Like Lisa Murphy says, I just have the keys to the cabinet. If they need something, they'll come and get me. So I think I've asked this before. Any any mimosas or tequila shots going on with uh, you and the moms while this is happening? No, just bananas. They really like bananas. Like okay. the kids. We have oh, like okay. we have snacks out. And it's wild because we don't do prescribed snack time. Imagine that. The kids just eat if they feel like just it. Nosh on something if they're hungry. Yeah. So your weird program, the, the 
no, I, I think I think it's I think it's weirdly delightful. I think it 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 sounds like a fun experiment too, um, to to be engaged in. I would do something similar, but you know that involved being around actual human human people. <laughs> so uh, the the biggest eyebrow raiser I always got from people was the fact that the parents stay, that the moms stay. Mm-hmm. They're you know all well you know adults they all they always ruin it. They're always you know parents are always like oh well, it's like well. Funnily enough, if the parents keep coming, it's an opportunity to have a conversation about them by like what yeah. you observe that you're seeing. If they have questions, they could ask. And when I say I don't mind them making that mess, this is what they're getting out of it. I mean, the parents then get on board. They see your vision. They they start to understand why you're doing what you're doing. And it has and then it's like a support group for parents, too. Sure, sure. It's a, it's a social thing for parents. And we're all I mean, we're all a little bit different. We're pretty diverse, but uh, I would say probably the binding thing is we're like gentle parenting, peaceful parenting. Mm-hmm. So, and then like when some, like somebody has a hard time or somebody hits a bump, we have some, you know, some kids have different needs than other kids. And it's, it's just been really nice to see all of the moms, like, and the parents, like getting along and, and having talks and having their time and their kids are having their time. And it's like, we really can coexist here, folks. Like you don't have to kick parents out of the equation if you want to get what your you know quote unquote work done yeah and i think it's a it's a good opportunity look you can't it's hard to embrace something you've never experienced in in some way so so if, if parents haven't haven't experienced messy or child-led they really don't have an idea what that looks like in practice and so you're you're giving them a way to tiptoe into that um which i think is great so has the has the parents bristling a little bit and then calming down about water play led to them being a little bit more relaxed with more messy things like the the shaving cream for example or I think I think at this point they would at least do it outside now I do have some parents where um as particularly one of my moms has always been okay with that like uh, she's very like-minded to me you know like that's kind of how we met. And, you know, she mentioned something. I was like, oh yeah, that's great. And have you read this? And she was like, yes, yes. It was like kind of one of those things we realized that we were very much on the same page, which is odd to find someone on my um, um, crazy Carol page, as I've been called. (laughs) It's a a weird book. Nobody goes to that part of the library. Yeah, it's a weird one, man. But I think they are kind of seeing that it you know it's not and more than that I think when the kids kind of like I have kids that were they don't like messy like they didn't like being messy and mm-hmm. some of the kids are getting more comfortable with that and I think once like kids aren't overreacting to being messy and it's not such a big deal it's like yeah like do I think there's squirting shaving cream all around their house probably not did I have a kid that doesn't come on Mondays, but we babysit once in a while? Ask her mom to basically save all of her garbage because Miss Carol does. <laughs> like, <laughs> like probably not. But you know, they 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 think twice. I think when their kids want to do something, they're not automatically saying no, 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 we don't do that. They're at least saying we'll do that at Miss Carol's, which is, I think, a step <laughs> in the right direction. You know, sure, they're, sure. They're not shutting it down altogether. You know, like they were in the beginning. Now they're like, oh, we'll, we'll do that at, at Miss Carol's. And I'm like, yes, that's that's what this is for. 
Yeah, yeah. Early learning science guy Steve Spangler um, has has T-shirts, I believe, on his website that are something along the lines of "Don't try this at home. Try it at a friend's house." Yeah, <laughs> uh, which is which is basically what's going on yeah. with uh, with with your program. Um, so I'm 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 interested to see as uh, as the summer progresses, as there's as there's more of this and the nicer weather and stuff, how how things progress with the the messy exploration. But I, I think you're right. I think I think water play is a good entry point into messy and into loose parts and into child led. Um, just because it, it is generally so easy to, to manage and clean up and, and, yeah. uh, and deal and with I mean, and accessible. Yeah. And I, I mean, if you're in a program too, I can understand the, the, the slipping, like you're always worried that, you know, kids are going to slip, you know, if you have like a linoleum floors or whatever, you know, soak the carpet and that's a problem. Just it's nice out, take them outside and let them do like you, you know, you have changes of clothes for everyone in that class. So if they don't dry out by the end of the day, you can dry them out. Yeah, or just change them out. I, 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 apparently I have no nerve endings. I never worried about kids slipping. I actually look forward oh, to it. I thought, I think it's delightful. That's you know, the you, number you, one complaint I would get when I would put water in my water table. Like someone's going to slip. I think that's good for them. You, you, you slip, you fall down, you learn, you learn to fucking slow down. Uh, yeah, I'm like, they're all yeah, standing in a corner. You couldn't yeah. even run through that area. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. You know, you couldn't even get a running start, but. I'm pro slipping. Like, Hey, I got uh, listeners out there. If you got a, if you got an empty squirt gun, uh, you can put other things in squirt guns. Um, so you take a, you, you mix up, you mix up a little bit of vinegar with a little bit of uh, uh, liquid watercolor, and it give it a little, little bit of, a little bit of, uh, of color. And then you, you get your funnel out, and you put that into the squirt gun. Like uh, like the little guy Carol was talking about a few minutes ago, and then you get out a, a container of baking soda, and it is a, a fun way to to do the whole baking soda vinegar reaction with uh, with the squirt gun. You start blasting that squirt gun at that baking soda, and that color squirts there, and you get get the little colored eruptions, and it's it's delightful fun. Um, they like you doing can, that with the regular squirt, like the little like dollar store like water. Bottle yeah, the little spray bottles. Yeah, spray bottles. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Having spray. a stroke, I couldn't remember spray <laughs> spray bottle. Cheaper spray. Oh, that's the amount of time that that happens in this house. Like how much baking soda I go through just from that. Like, and I mean, like kids of all ages, like over and over again. Like it never gets old. And they will make the craziest concoction, and then they're like, oh, "Sure, now the baking soda," because they know sure. that they have figured out that that's the thing that bubbles. That's yeah, that's what makes it happen. Differently, does it bubble if I put it in glue? If I put it in all this stuff, <laughs> it's very stemmy. It really is. Oh, Any... like I, oh, like I couldn't believe it. Like watching that little guy, like with the funnel, because I have like different, um, different size like cups and stuff in there, and I have like one of those sets that you get at like Lakeshore or whatever. I happen to do really like this set though. It's because it's like one of them is a cup, and then the half cup looks like the regular cut cup cut in half. Uh -huh. So it's like oblong shaped and then like of... the, yeah. So it gives like a better visual, but it was fun to watch them realizing that if they used the bigger cup, that they could fill it faster. Like, yeah. And I was like, that's, and people are like, oh, they don't do much. We don't do much math. I'm like, what, what in the world do you think that is? Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You got to step back and kind of see that, that pre-numeracy stuff going on sometimes, but that's absolutely 
what's going on there. Um, so any final thoughts on this one before we wrap it up? Play with water. Oh, there, there, well, it. there we go. Um, what kind of neck mushrooms would you have? I was going to ask you that. I'm like, what are the benefits of my mushrooms? Like, is it like a lion's mane? Is it like a turkey tail? What are we talking about? Oh, uh, I mean, they can be any size you want. Um, I they're just a life sustaining thing. It, I, I don't know how it works. It's magical. You just have to you grow mushrooms well, in your body and you have to eat mushrooms? them. Great. Well, now the feds are going to show up. You know? Well, I'm going to no, have to see not, if any of my moms it, are glowing just, in the next. It's just a it's just a it's just a biological thing. You have to consume your your mushrooms to to sustain life. It's just the way it is. So. I mean, it's but, worth a shot cooking them up with some butter and onions and using them with a steak, you know? Yeah, you could. I, I think I just try eat, that at least once. Yeah, I think I just do mine raw. I, I just, just because I'm lazy, I just pluck my eyebrows. And, and then I'd, I'd stay, I have to stay in for a couple of days until they start growing back because I, <laughs> I wouldn't go, wouldn't want like, to be seen in public with, uh, <laughs> with my, with my, uh, my pruned eyebrows. So. <laughs> Be so yeah. sad with your pruned eyebrows. I guess maybe I just maybe I just I just pluck one or two little little shrooms every go. day so they they stay bushy. Um, yeah. Hey, listeners. Um, this is for the childcare this is another podcast. <laughs> we'll be back uh, in a couple of days with episode one thousand. We get into the. Uh, the quadruple digits is that what that is wow. um and uh like i said at the beginning it's gonna it's a topic we haven't got into before it's oh, gonna be delightful gracious. or or else i'm or else i'm overselling <laughs> it and it's gonna be a really big letdown but uh not safe for work probably um depending on where you work yeah um, <laughs> i was gonna say depending on your occupation also, before we wrap up, Carol, what's going on with your with your earbuds? That one cable is—I uh, don't know. It, it, there's the big knot it's, in it. And... They're all tied. Oh Listen, my! I was oh, running put, late. <laughs> oh, put that! Oh, this is for the Child Care Bar and Grill Podcast, <laughs> the world's longest running and most prolific early learning podcast with the words "bar" and "grill" in the title. Thanks for listening. Back soon. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. This has been an Explorations Early Learning Upstairs Studio production. Oh.